0: Back here on the NYCM Insurance Pregame Show. Pleasure to be joined by Ryland Thomas, who's off to a great start as he joined the Rumble Ponies over the weekend in New Hampshire. Ryland, thanks for the time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, you were talking with Matt postgame yesterday, and I want to follow up on it, in that at-bat in the bottom of the eighth where you drew the walk on nine pitches. You told him you were trying to get the ball in the air, but you were able to not chase the pitches that were out of your zone. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: I'm, I go into that situation knowing that
1: he's got to throw me a strike because he doesn't want to walk or run in. And uh, I got pitches to do the, my, my job on, and I didn't hit him the way I would like and just fought my way not fishing for pitches that he was trying to execute and ended up scoring a run. So it was, it was just a blessing that I,
0: I got the job done. How do you mentally say, you say, know, just miss that pitch? You didn't get what I wanted out of it, but stay locked in where you can put together the pivotal at-bat of the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a situation where you grow up wanting to be a part of, and you know that you get three strikes before you're out, and if you foul one off, you can't let that one uh, take you away from your plan. So I just stuck with my plan, even though I was down to two strikes and was able to execute.
0: And you were in two strike counts for a couple of the at-bats, able to draw a couple of walks, three walks in total, including that one in the eighth, and a hit. How do you manage your approach with two strikes? I honestly just shrink my zone a little bit and know that
1: they're trying to get me to swing at pitches that most likely won't be strikes and the ones I feel like I can handle I I do my best to put them in play and I think that's gotten me pretty far and I feel like if I continue to do that and do that it can always get better right because I'm always going to strike out eventually so until that I don't strike out like I can always get better at it so you know that's my my plan and I just try to execute that the best I can every at bat.
0: We were talking at the cage yesterday where you got that first hit nearly right off the bat in Manchester. You said usually it takes a little longer. How did it feel to get that right on your ledger?
1: Oh, it felt awesome. I mean, you can't draw it up any better if you're new to a team and your first game you get a couple of hits. Like, it's, there's no better feeling. And I'm just very thankful for the opportunity that, I, that I've been given to show my talent up here.
0: It's not every day where you see a guy hitting 341 at Brooklyn were over 300 at St. Lucie what has been the biggest factor in your high average? I think just listening to what the organization gave me to do in the offseason
1: and getting stronger improving my uh, bats to skills even more so than what they what I have right now in my in my arsenal and uh, just shrinking the zone a little better I had some chase issues that I'm still working on and they've they've done a great job in just giving me a, a plan to attack when I'm hitting and I think it's worked very well, so I'm just very thankful for their their direction the organization's given me, and I'm just hopeful to keep executing the plan they want me to do.
0: Yeah, tell me about growing up in Ventura and what led you to USC.
1: Yeah, growing up in uh, Ventura for a little bit, then I moved to Newberry Park and went to high school in uh, Westlake Village, California, and just being a California kid, I always wanted to play in front of my family, and USC had the best education available for me, and it's hard to say no to California weather for (laughs) baseball, so... You know, I'm just very thankful that USC gave me a chance to play there, and I was able to extend my career because of them. What did you study? I was a real estate development major. Oh, you be on
0: selling sunset. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Of course. You still, is that still an interest of yours? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I love, I love learning about real estate and diving into that realm would be something I'd love to do one day.
0: How big uh, an adjustment or just a difference from year two playing professionally? versus year one because to be a double A already in year two I mean you know it's a quick jump yeah for sure I was definitely nervous my first year and I didn't perform the
1: way I wanted to but again credit to organization because they've given me a very very detailed plan on what I need to do to better myself as a player and I feel like I've done a pretty good job on following what they want and they continue to help me out every single day and just give me the, the path I need to become a major leaguer one day and that's the goal so as long as I And following the organization's plan and what they want from me, I feel like I put myself in a good spot.
0: We saw a couple of guys, or have a couple of guys, that saw you play at the Cape. What was that experience like with Orleans? Oh, that was a blessing. That was
1: something you dream of as a kid. You always hear about the Cape Cod Baseball League and wanted to be a part of it, and I was lucky enough to. And met some great people, some friends I'll have forever, Mm -hmm. probably, and uh, it's just awesome to see them again. And you really, I guess, get to size yourself up against the best collegiate players in the country for sure for sure it's awesome seeing the best arms it's what you want is a, as you have aspirations to be a, a major leaguer you know some of these guys are going to be that one day in the cape cod league and so being a part of that and doing well was something that you couldn't have written up any better Ryland, thanks so
0: much for the time look forward to seeing you the rest
1: of the season thank you for having me